Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> we yeah. are um, sitting in a hotel lobby on the east side of the state with another guest. Second second recording we've done in the last, I don't know, 12 hours. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Our guest today is a student um, getting her PhD in nutrition? Um, clinical psychology. Clinical close. psychology. <laughs> I'm not even, that wasn't even close. <laughs> I just feel like you not. do a lot of stuff with yeah. nutrition. Um, she's an amazing runner um, as well as just a really wonderful person. Her name is Sabrina. Sabrina, anything else Sabrina you want to say about yourself? Introducing? Aww. You're so sweet. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. No, I love both Mac and Paul. You guys are awesome and y'all are really <laughs> inspiring. And Thank yeah. you. No one's ever told me that. <laughs> you inspire me <laughs> beyond words. <laughs> um, no one's ever said that about Paul. Sabrina, have you ever done an in-person podcast other than like yours you do remote usually? Okay. No, literally never. How do you, Whoa. I've always wondered, how, so you record yours remotely. Yeah. How do you like get there, like how do you record it and then upload that? Yeah, so I record on Zoom. Um, yeah. It's really nice because then I can just extract the audio and put it into GarageBand. So oh. I like use a mic and everything. And I found out, so I used to have this problem where my Zoom would expire after 40 minutes. But now that oh. I'm like, a, I have a student Zoom account, which mm. I didn't know. So now I have like unlimited time. So nice. it's bougie and I love it. Yeah, it yeah. expires after 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Check rough. out Sabrina's podcast, The Psyched Runner. That Psyched Runner? Yeah, That Psyched that Runner. Psyched Runner. <laughs> Same, in, same with their Instagram handle. Anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, your Instagram. So is this is this your personal page or have you always started this as a running page? That um, psych runner. Yeah, that's a good question. I, well, I have a personal Instagram, oh, but okay. not oh. only really creepy people find it Kay. low key. <laughs> um, I've had some Do you ever people, use it? Yeah, I post like once a month maybe okay. and just like pictures of my family and dogs that I like don't want people to see what right. I'm like, you know, but this page actually started during the pandemic um. and it kind of started as like a foodie page, like a nutrition page mm. um, because I just like fell in love with baking as like a pandemic side really? hobby thing. Yeah. And then after maybe like six months of having it, I like that's when I got into running and I was like, oh, I'm just going to post my running journey on here because I feel like there's a lot of like fitness influencers who also post a lot of foodie stuff which is really fun yeah. and then it just kind of took off from there fell in love with running and now it switched from an athlete's apron because i was posting like i remember when it was yeah. that yes okay. i do yeah. remember when it was that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it switched to that psyched runner because psych and running is like my mm. life. So yeah, yeah. you're psyched about running. Get it? It's so <laughs> tricky with women too, because I see a lot of like women running influencers or maybe just influencers in general, just don't use their name. Probably I'm assuming for anonymity. I'm th I think that's the right word. I don't know. Anonymity. Or do I you got, really do you just want to keep it separate? Cause I mean, my full, my literally my full name is my user ID. Yeah, but that's your personal page. Yeah, that's, well, there's I don't a difference. Have to, yeah. I know, but if you had like if you were to make an Instagram that was based on, I don't know, skateboarding, whatever you I do. Love skateboarding. Wait, you rollerblading, rollerblading. <laughs> like you wouldn't I be like it. Paul Kenneth Allen because you already took that for your personal yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. So you I have to think of something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you started running in the pandemic. Yes. Okay. I did. Just randomly? Like were you lifting? Were you doing anything before? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I 
actually funny. I hated running my whole life. Mm. I was a gymnast for 12 years oh. in high school and yeah. a cheerleader and a dancer. So I was that okay. girl who was, you know, apparently Mac was a cheerleader too. So right. we were both college Allegedly. cheerleaders. Um, so Woo-hoo. fun. And then obviously the pandemic shut cheer down and mm. I went through injury and sickness and just like, I had to take like two years off of exercising and I was like, wow, I can't really do gymnastics anymore. Um, so, yeah. or dance. And I started as a dance major in college actually in like pre-med. Oh, yeah. So pre-med dance major? Yeah. What? It was weird. I was You can weird. do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so does that mean like pr- dancers like can go in? on to be doctors yeah if you like take all the pre-med re- like pre-reqs yeah i didn't know you could just can i do like anything pre-med what yeah. do you mean I any major any major any major at all yeah so you, you could literally be like women gender studies and then pre-med yeah wow yeah i didn't know that about pre-med people mm. it's pretty cool yeah you can do anything but yeah i had to withdraw all my dance classes my first year because I had some health issues and I, again, had to take time off of exercising. Mm-hmm. And when I finally was able to exercise, it was during the pandemic and mm. gyms were closed and I was like, right. don't know what to do. So I went for a half mile run and I'm like, that sucked, but I kind of liked it. And yeah. then I just kind of kept going. I signed up for my first 10K mm. and I was like, whoa, I finished that. I could go faster or longer. And here we are. So, yeah. yeah. Doing marathons. Um, yeah. So I know from a personal standpoint, because obviously we're, we're friends and we know each other mm-hmm. that you've dated runners in your past. Were you running when you dated those people? Or I no? was actually, okay, okay. yeah, okay. that I was won, like after yeah. a few months of running. Okay. And then you runner. started dating a runner. Yeah. Okay. I wondered if like, maybe it was like ironic that you dated a runner and then, you know, time went on, you weren't with this person anymore. And then you got into running, you know, is dating a runner funny. like the worst though? What? <laughs> the worst? <laughs> What does that mean? Like, isn't dating a runner? The, what? I'm sorry. Because you run it. We, me and Mac were talking about this with Silas and Rashard last night because we both run. Yeah. Were you like running with your partner or were you guys keeping that separate? No, uh, he is very fast. Right. Um, I figured that. Okay. I was uh, still a very beginner yeah, yeah, runner yeah. at that point. So, yeah. yeah okay. No that running. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah my um, ex was a runner and he was really fast too. Yeah. Um, and he probably knows your ex, but... Uh, <laughs> he, he would yeah. tell me it hurt him to run my paces yeah. i mean i was really like i at that point i wasn't 1040s. i wouldn't even like i wouldn't have even said i was a runner i don't even know i didn't have a watch yeah, yeah i yeah. was just like basically conned into like going on a one mile run with him and i just was like <laughs> and he's like this hurts <laughs> That's so, so funny. i feel bad for him in that regard so you started and then <laughs> you said so you started funny. putting like baking stuff on that same page early on yeah that's how it started so they're still there actually on my instagram see i've been too lazy to clean it up but yeah like there's like posts from like three years ago of just like brownies i made and like (laughs) hey guys this is a really good recipe and i'm like cringing at myself but i don't care are are people like (laughs) coming to you like oh my god how did how did you make that and you're like i don't even know what i'm doing like essentially okay were you so right now you have over eighteen thousand followers on instagram Instagram. which is really cool did it just blow up this year or have you always had like a really a pretty like decent following on there? Um, I would say it blew up this year for okay. sure after this is kind of weird, but I feel like the reels, they kind of like you have a couple that go viral and then it just like blows up your page. Mm-hmm. So I would say once I started switching to more niche content like psych like psychology and running Mm. just because that like my field and everything is Mm -hmm. when things really took off. I posted this one. So like, I mean, I had maybe last year, um, about 
8k follower like Mm -hmm. between like 5 and 8k last year was like my area i guess but then i posted this reel um or and it was like me at the end of my first marathon bayshore marathon and i was bawling my eyes out got 5.7 million views and it just like blew up and then i got a bunch of followers from that i hit like 10k and then i posted like a psychology and running reel about like the relationship between trauma and endurance exercise a lot of people reposted that one like i didn't just see it from your page really yeah like i saw it from like other people's pages oh my gosh yeah and it's like people you know i mean it's research so Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of like beef in that comment section and that's totally fine because people can argue all they want but um there's a pretty big literature on like psychological elements mm. and running and so i started posting some of those research studies um and citing them and obviously having a disclaimer that it's research right. and you know just i always want to put that disclaimer out there because people come back at me so right. disclaimer out there like you made it <laughs> yeah. like you made it up it's <laughs> like, it's her, yes. like it's her like it's her stat she's like this is <laughs> exactly. real yeah. exactly do you ever get like but free stuff now that you're an influencer um Yes, I do, which Ooh, is nice. very nice. Yes. Other than being like ambassadors of things, like do people yeah. are just like, hey, yo, I want to send you. Yeah. Yeah, Max it's gotten really like nice. weird nutrition products. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I got one weird. I have. I don't get any DMs. I, this is like an ongoing conversation because <laughs> no one DMs me ever. Just like, like other than like girls that I'm, fr- I would be yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I have a relationship with these girls. Yeah. Um, nobody DMs me, but I got one that was like, and it wasn't even through my DMs. It was through an email. This like oh, company yeah. emailed my like personal email was like, hey, we want to send you two products and like you review them. Yeah. Do you know what company it was? Are you allowed to share? Optimal, Optimal nutrition. nutrition, I think. Oh my gosh, yes. They emailed me, <laughs> but it went to my spam account. Oh. And I was like, what in the world? Did you review them? Yeah. I did. Re- I really like, I, well, I like their products, but I just didn't love, and maybe this is like something I'm just not used to because like I've never been like, a person who reviews things and like, oh, yeah. like post this. And they, they were really big on like, my profile wasn't a business profile or creator profile. Really? Right. It was just normal. Oh yeah. And so then they were like asking me for quote unquote the insights. And I was like, I do not know what these insights are. Mm. And they were like, Same. oh, and I was like, I, I didn't, like, because you have to make your, like, profile a like, creator slash athlete profile oh. to get insights. Weird. And so they were, like, hounding me and hounding me. Like, send me insights, send no me idea. insights. I was like, I don't have these. I don't right. know. And then so they're like, well, can you turn your page into a creator page and think, repost it? I think you can. Yeah. Can't you have a business page even if you have 10 followers? I yeah, think. you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just hadn't done that. Okay. And so then they were asking me to, like, basically redo everything I already did. But, like, after I changed my profile right. to a creator one. And I'm like... This is a lot. Yeah. I just, you yeah. know, I just got a, a little bit like, meh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm jealous yeah. of both of you in running because you guys got fast, like within it, it seems like probably a year or two pretty quick. But we were college athletes. You That's were true. not. It took me, <laughs> six, <laughs> t- I've been running for six years now and I'm just getting yeah. to oh. where I need to be. You're fast. You're yeah, you are really fast. It took though. a long time. Yeah. I mean, Sabrina, I like to watch you run. That sounds really weird. But like when I, <laughs> like, yeah, like when you start like kidding. picking up the pace and I'm like, I'm going to sit back. I like watching you run because you look really strong. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, like you look you. like a strong runner. You know what I mean? So There's you. some people who are like, thank you. There's some people who are like faster runners, but they just don't look like super They don't have strong. that stride. Yeah. Like you look like strong legged. I don't know if that makes sense. Like you yeah, just, yeah. you know. Yeah. You've been killing in the gym. So do you have a regular gym routine? Um, I try to, um, but also going back to the strong runner thing really quick, um, people tell me I look like a bunny, like hopping and I'm (laughs) like, do I like, I've never analyzed my stride. Heel doesn't really hit. Oh, right? when that's you really okay. I've not noticed yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I, that's right. I hear that all the time. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. people will be like, "If we're running in the snow, I just see your like 
tippy toes. Very and I'm forefront. Like, <laughs> forefront. <laughs> Whoa. It's better than heel striking, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, very true. I don't know. I never. I didn't really pay attention to whether or not you look like a bunny. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, thank you for that feedback. That's <laughs> yeah. really yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. You also look like a strong runner. But I do have a regular gym routine. I mm. try to at least. Um, sometimes life gets too busy, sure. and I'll like miss a few weeks. But yeah. um, I try to keep it consistent. So like three days a week. Um, in my off season, I typically lift pretty mm. heavy. Um, I'll do like heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, and really nice. try and like get really sore. But when I'm like in a marathon training block, it'll be lighter weight, body right. weight, just like easy 20, 30 minute lifts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I Do like you that. think you will continue being in marathon training blocks for like a while? I like what's your plan? You have Boston obviously in coming up in April. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, do you have anything else on the docket after that? Any more marathons? I have Chicago. Oh, Oh, wait, you're running Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, you are too? No. No, I was no, like, no, no you're not. No. I was like, okay, uh-uh. but you'll I, be there. Yeah, I didn't Good. sign up again this year. They kept emailing me and I was like. Really? I know. Well, yeah, because they email you if you qualify. Oh, oh, oh Like yeah, la- yeah. through last year's Chicago. But yeah. Um, yeah. no, so I'm not signed up for anything after Carmel yet. You don't, you, yeah. You're asking her if she feels like any kind of burnout yet? Well, not necessarily burnout, but it's just like there is like, I don't know. I don't know if you get this, but like I'm thinking ahead and I'm like, I have consistently been in a marathon training, like oh, not a yeah. half marathon, not a 5k, not a 10k marathon. Yeah, like yeah. my off seasons are like two to three weeks. I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem like I get a big off season because I've been doing fall and spring, fall and spring, fall and spring. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I think about it and I'm like, when does, when do I just like maybe take a little break from marathon yeah, training cycles? Yeah. You know, I know I've been thinking about that too, because like I definitely need, I feel like, so I started my very first marathon training block last like, exactly mm. a year ago today. Um, and then I wasn't supposed to do Chicago this fall. And then something happened with the company I was working with and they like sponsored me to run for them. So mm. I was like, I have to take this opportunity. It's like, oh yeah, you know, for sure. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then obviously Boston, I was signed up for um, and then again, I was not supposed to sign up for Chicago next year. Cause I'm like, maybe I should take a break for mm-hmm. like a season and just like focus on like, you know, shorter, lifting, lifting shorter, yeah. faster, stuff like that. But then all my friends applied for the lottery in Chicago and I'm like, okay, I need to like sign up if they're all going to do it this year. And they're like, it's a one and done type of thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, perfect. And then nobody got in the lottery. Oh. So oh, disappointing. No, I'm signed up. And if I defer, I have to pay again. No, so I'm like, wait, you have to pay again if you defer? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So I was so dumb and I said it was non-refundable, which I'm very happy to be running. And I'm so blessed that I do have a spot in yeah. the, I mean, like, cause I know so many people were heartbroken that right. they couldn't get in and so I'm excited and honestly like even if I do focus on like shorter and faster stuff over the summer I can mm-hmm. still run it for fun and, like, yeah so I'll just kind of see where I'm at mentally yeah. and physically next year but mm-hmm. I think because you've run it obviously four times yeah like, you know worked your butt off and like yeah you had you know yeah um a great time but now you could take it and like actually enjoy yeah. it, the ride of it and like exactly. look at all the different cities or like not cities, neighborhoods and yeah. all the things that happening. Yeah. Know. But also, you know, let's PR. No, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> PR or bus. Paul, <laughs> Paul drains me. Well, it's funny because uh, during the Chicago marathon, I asked Mac, I was like, Oh, do you remember like going through Chinatown? How crazy it was? She's nope, like, I, I have no memory. Out. Yeah. I oh, Chinatown. Chinatown, Chinatown was, was like mile 20. I'm like, Nope. I saw the, I remember the arc or do whatever you remember the red thing that is. Sabrina? Um, you have no memory of it. No, wow. I like the stimulation there. Yeah, I was overwhelming. Like, Whoa, <laughs> I've never had like a, almost like a panic attack slash anxiety uh, during race. Like the first ten miles, I was like battling an anxiety attack. 
Oh my gosh, you were too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I, I feel settled. so validated right now. <laughs> you did too. Yeah. And then I by the time I settled down after mile ten, I was like, oh crap, now I'm hurting. And I'm yeah. like, this kind of sucks because I think I still have to keep going. And I was like, okay, so if I wasn't mentally hurting, I'm now physically hurting, and there's no break, and this <laughs> is great. Dude, but I never had that an anxiety attack during a run. It yeah. wasn't like it was weird. It wasn't like necessarily I wasn't, an anxiety. Yeah, attack. like I wasn't like <gasps> like yeah. panicking mm. and like having like a full blown panic attack. But it yeah. was just like I didn't feel at ease. Like oh, this is yeah. I'm having fun. I'm settling in. Like I didn't feel like that. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was looking for her Mac. I was looking for Mac at like mile twenty four because I saw Richard. Um, and I'm like, I know she's got to be close to him. And then yeah. I was like, I think that's her friend, Sabrina. So I just took, a, I think I took a photo or a video of you. I was you like, did. you could send that to <laughs> Mac or you could, I told Mac, I was like, you could send that to her because I couldn't find anybody else. I'm like, fuck. I yeah. Can't. Well, that was right at that weird turnaround. Thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. which was the longest yeah. turnaround of my life. So oh my sad. gosh. That was awful. But <laughs> so, um, whoa, look at that guy. What? Oh my gosh. Um, what I'm, an outfit. We if just you're saw listening a guy to this podcast. trench coat. <laughs> trench coat with like designs. I kind of like recording like, like in an open Aussie. space like this. It feels it like, cool. you know. I wonder if people think we're like news anchors yeah. here in the lobby. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Sabrina, um, something I've noticed about you as a human is <sighs> you're very uh, positive. And oh, you love yeah. to say like queen and slay. Yeah. You know, all those yeah. things. Are you always like that? Yeah. I mean, you know. You don't ever get down. You don't no, ever get, I like, do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. I just call everybody queen because y'all are amazing. Thank you. Of course. You <laughs> are. I was like, I'm a queen. No, queen. <laughs> Avery, today on our long run, you were going up. She's like, Paul is a content king. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he's king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not for myself. <laughs> yeah. No, he loves to ask me, like, yeah. where are my photos? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they get lost in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm pretty positive. I yeah. definitely have. I mean, this year, honestly, has been rough. Just like, I've had a lot of like life things happen mm. and i've tried to stay mm-hmm. positive but there's definitely been yeah. some seasons of this year where i've just been like okay i'm very pessimistic for like weeks at a time but it's like you know we all go through those phases and i still try and look at the positives yeah. and like no matter what like i'm going to be positive and yeah. fake it till i make it sometimes because that's, that's what i gotta do that's so. great. well people yeah. want to be around that more than they want to be around some downers person. yeah for sure. it's Even just it's faking. always funny at least for me when I meet women because like Mm -hmm. I have never I would never like put myself in this bracket of like sweet like very nice Mm. and sweet not not that I'm like not (laughs) not that I'm like not a nice person but just like I do I feel like it's always really fun for me to talk to people like you who are just like bubbly and sweet and like we have a friend like that named Danielle too and she's also just like I don't know how to You're explain so it. Kind. <laughs> See what so I mean? <laughs> like the whole time yeah. we're running today, you're like, I just love running with you. I'm like, this Max is the greatest like, run of my life. Max, like, I want to go home and rot. Can <laughs> <laughs> so, no. I say things like that? <laughs> and you're just like always so sweet. Um, I just like always want people to be happy. Yeah. Like that's like so cliche, but like I no, just that's like, such a good quality though to have. <laughs> you know you. what I mean? It's so sweet. But I just love like seeing people smile and seeing people happy. And yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I just want to. Now you have family. You have family like two, three hours ish north like of here. Seventeen hours, I feel like. No, Travis. No, it's just like about a four hours probably. Yeah, four, and a half. four hours. Yeah. Four and a half hours. Because per- it's two hours from us. Think about yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Double. pretty close with them? Yeah, definitely. You are? Um, my so my 
dad, he lives up there full time. And then uh-huh. my mom and my stepdad, they go down to Florida for the winter. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm pretty close with everybody. It's, nice. it's great. Oh, my, so you got two spots you can go yeah. to. Do you have okay. siblings? I have step siblings. Oh. I don't have any biological though. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you're kind so of an only par- child in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What age did they get divorced? Do you mind me asking? Yeah. When I was 16. Ooh, tough, oh, yeah. tough, tough, tough. Life. Yeah. So sure. you were still we're in high school? school? Yeah, yeah. In high school. Ooh. Okay. So I was pre- I'm sure that was traumatic at that age. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was definitely a hard time. And I definitely went through a lot at that point. And yeah. there was just like other family stuff going on. Um, and yeah, it was, so it was definitely one of the harder seasons of right. my life. Of for course, sure. of course, a janitor is right now um, rolling through with cleaning supplies. You can't even hear that in here. You didn't? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Good, 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 good. <laughs> People like you didn't know the interrupted a very touching I know. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> So when did your, are both of your parents now remarried? Um, n- no, but partially, yes. I like to call him. My dad mm. has been dating his girlfriend for, I think, like eight or nine years oh, now. Okay. So oh. I just basically call like her my stepmom. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. common law. Yeah, and she, we, I mean, we do call, call each other her family. Um, or do you call her by her first name? I call her by her first name. And yeah. same with my stepdad. stepdad yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 kind of wild. Like, yeah. How old are your step-siblings? Um, they are all at least in their 30s. So oh, they're okay. much older. half their step. They yeah, came into yeah. the marriage. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're in their 30s. Okay. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And fun fact, my mom and my stepdad got married after like dating for a couple weeks. Really? really? A month, yeah. <gasps> so that was like inst- <coughs> instantaneous. <laughs> was that like weird for you? I mean. That's tough. It was, there were good and bad elements for yeah. sure. Like I don't want to say just in case anybody's listening sure, to my sure, family. Sure. It was definitely, you know, there's challenging elements and also yeah, really course. beautiful elements of, of it course. too. But I mean, that's, that's really cool yeah. that like, I mean, they knew at that point and obviously how long have they been married now? Um, I think it's been like how many years actually? Maybe like six, I think. Okay. So, so it's worked out for yeah. the, you know. They've been doing great. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like at that age too, like. I, they've both obviously been through serious relationships, marriage, kids, yeah. that kind of stuff. Like they know who they are. Mm-hmm. They know yeah. what they want. And it's yeah. like, if you know what you want, I mean, they knew what they were doing yeah. at that age. Yeah. yeah. You know, 100%. My, my biological parents were married until my mom passed away and my dad remarried oh. when he was 50. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like, oh, he can actually be happy. Cause I never, I don't know if, if it was yeah. like that for you growing up, but I never really saw my parents like super consistently happy. Yeah. And once, once it, like you actually see that in there when they're a little bit older, it's kind of nice, even though it's tough, even though it's tough to see them with somebody else. It's like, this doesn't feel right, but yeah, Yeah. I don't, I just cannot imagine. Like I cannot imagine my mom and my dad, like even when one of them dies, like I just don't, I don't get that, how that's going to work. There's just like, really, it doesn't make any sense to me because there's just, there's really nobody for either of them. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have to like yeah. reframe your whole like worldview and just like yeah, view on like what sense. family dynamics are and like yeah. you kind mm-hmm. of have to like grieve a previous relationship that was lost and form new connections. And so yeah. it's a whole dynamic. Yeah. Uh, sure. Speaking of dating, you uh, are in your low twenties. Yes. Lower I 20s. am 23. Okay. 23. I thought you 24. So I was pretty close. Mm. You were super um, close. I was, uh, you're obviously dating. You're single currently. Um, how do, is that going? Like, what's the dating? I, I haven't been on the dating market. I was married for a year. I dated that person for five, um, got divorced, and then pretty much I went on, like, one or two hinge dates. And then uh-huh. um, Paul and I were friends before that, so then he asked me on a date, and I went on a date with him, and then we've been dating since. So I haven't been out in the 
dating world how is it oh my god what's it like out there yeah what's it like out there in the streets (laughs) oh wow it's pretty wild (laughs) it's Um, pretty wild (laughs) yes um also i did not know you got a divorce yeah i I need yeah we'll talk about that later rashard and silas had the same reaction they were like what and then they were like how old are you and i was like listen i'm not that old i just i'm only 28 but um, oh my gosh yeah Okay, interesting. Yeah, I want to hear more about that. Um, <laughs> for Sharon and Silas and I. Um, yeah, it's definitely weird. Um, not gonna lie, it's yeah. not the. I mean, it's pretty good, but at the same time, it's like pretty weird. I like so personally, I identify as a Christian, mm-hmm. and I went on a lot of the Christian dating apps. Oh. And those there's are a, there's terrible. multiple. There's terrible. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, there's mo- multiple. Oh, okay. There's like Which, what ones? Like Christian Lingo? Dingo? What is it called? Is Christian it like Mingle? Christian Mingle. 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 I knew it was an Ingle. I just didn't know. <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you. Th- and let me ask you this: Are the guys on there just? They're not. Preachers. They're not. They're not Christian. cute. They're, oh, they're not Christian. Well, they are, oh, okay. but not. It's like okay. they're they want to cute. They're not cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just all weird. They're all insecure. And like uh, every single guy I met on a Christian app has just been so like, they send me like 20 page long no. text messages. Whoa. And I'm like, they're like so insecure. They're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so, so sorry to bother you. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> like you're acting <laughs> like so, me. So like stop. Right, right. <laughs> you're acting like me. You're like, like let me be like this. Exactly. <laughs> what is your worst date story? Oh. My worst like recent. Date. I guess it doesn't have to be recent. You've been single for how long? Oh my gosh. How many years? Um, like two decade. years now. Years, a decade. Yeah. Two years. Oh my gosh, I have. Oh, you have a lot. I feel so bad. Okay, it's okay. So Everyone has on bad. They no probably names. left. In, yeah, you don't have to say names. Right. They will never find this. Honestly, Good. please. Okay, and if yeah, they, they do, won't. they'll probably laugh about There's it. No they really will. Yeah. yeah. No. I just I went on a date with this guy, and he. <laughs> I don't think he understood what it means to be social or have like ever. And here's the thing. Like, I don't like to judge. Like I am a going in. Like I'm a clinical psychologist, obviously yeah, supervised, yeah. but like, and so. I know that, you know, people can be on the spectrum and people can have different, you know, things going on. So I totally respect that and understand that. But, um, over text, you know, we texted for a couple months and Mm -hmm. he just seemed like so chill, like so cool. And we, yeah, just like very normal. And then we get there and he just kind of stares at me and doesn't say anything. And I have to like make all the conversation at first. I'm like, this is a little bit weird. And then like, He's like, do you want me to like hold the door? Like, should I hold the door open for you? He kept oh, he asking, was asking me, you, like, what yeah, he do. yeah. And so, I mean, like, here's the thing: with I don't, I don't want to make assumptions, but people who are on the spectrum, they do need to like understand what right. the proper social behaviors are. And typically, yeah. they like will say things like, "Oh, I'm like doing this because I learned it this way," type of thing. Like, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have that natural intuition, and so she I'm like, "Okay, it. Yeah. it is on the spectrum." But anyway, um, and then it was just like very interesting. Like every time I would say something, he would laugh for like. A minute straight no, like no, really no, no, loud no. like really was like, it like funny things or he just that was, was like a very normal like that was just the just response. like casual conversation yeah, yeah it was not like oh my dog funny. died <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually i did we did talk about that oh. and i did say my dog died no he goes what that's wild no way <laughs> bro and i was like uh-oh and you're like, uh-oh. I know. You're like, I like that's a sign <laughs> i know i just like kept checking my watch i'm like this is not going well oh. and then like i walked back to my car and he's like oh wait should i text you later and i'm like um sure and then i was like Lock. oh no <laughs> so, so let like, me oh. ask you this following that story if you go on a date with a man and you're not interested mm-hmm. do you feel like what are what are your like not go to your what are your not your necessarily standards but I guess like what are the rules you have like in your head um, about like do I let them know immediately I'm not interested or do I not even owe them that or like it depends on how many dates you've been and like what what like how do you approach that 
Yeah, I usually like to give them a couple chances. So if mm-hmm. I'm okay. not feeling it the so first nice. time, I'm going to be really like, nice. <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go on another date. Just see it out. Because I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, people get nervous and like mm. not our behaviors in one instance are not necessarily sure. reflective of who we are as people. <laughs> yeah. So even if I'm like really not vibing with the guy, I'll be like, yeah, like let's go get coffee again or something. Um, okay. And then if I'm not feeling it after that second one, I'm gonna be like, okay, this behavior is, has been consistently observed across a couple different times and right. locations. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to say something like, Hey, like, I don't think we're going to be a good match. Um, I wish but you, you the do best. let them know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like that's I'll let really them nice. know. So I don't yeah. like, I have ghosted two guys that were just like really weird, but Preachers. yeah, like one yeah. dude, he found me on, okay. So he like matched with me on Hitch and then he became obsessed with me. He like kept texting me and then like, oh my gosh, multiple a day, like so many texts yeah. and I was not replying. He's like, oh, you haven't replied in two hours. Are you okay? Ooh, and I'm like, what? Then he found up. all, Whoa. yeah, all of my social media accounts. He found my like running account and I'm like, my last no. name isn't even on there. Like you do not know. Like I keep that a little bit more on the DL just for like, yeah. I see patients and I have students, so I don't yeah. necessarily right. want them finding me. Um, and so he found that account. He found my Snapchat, which I haven't used in years. Back and up. I was like, wow. okay. And then he was like, oh, is it weird that I found out your accounts? I just didn't reply to that. I ghosted Dude. him. Was it weird? Yeah. And I did not reply to him. I ghosted him and it's fine. Those We're guys done. are scary, man. That is scary. It's so scary. I know. It's like, be- if you have to ask if it's weird. Because what's it's, next? It's are you going to be outside? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's n- what else is left? Yeah. For real. Are you outside right now? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Guys have no self-awareness sometimes. It's kind of, cr- it's just yes. insane. Yeah. Animalistic. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. I also feel like they just think that like, I have encountered this <coughs> in not only like relationships that I've had or like dates that I've been on, but also I've seen it in men that like, I just, in mm-hmm. the wild. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the, the wild. wild. Is that I feel like they do think that like once they've either mashed with you or like they've given you a compliment and you've said like even thank you, they feel like they're entitled to yeah. now you like them. Yeah. Now like they're yes. you and them. You're the property. That's a thing. Yeah. Like I freaking it, know. It's like it's really interesting. Like an interesting concept of like yeah. Just because a woman either says thank you or goes on one date with you or even like accepts a friend request or responds to your hinge thing, it does not mean now you guys are an item and she's your girlfriend and your property right. and like exactly. she's entitled to like you. Guys, I know. guys listening, chill out, back up, and do not add her on Snapchat. <laughs> chill. Just like, <laughs> thank you. But I guess it's also like, is it hypocritical or like, n- I don't know the other word for it to be like, but if it's the right guy, like, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah, like when I like, yeah, like if, if when I first started liking you, well, okay, we were friends first. So I guess like she if I, insane, yeah. no, but if like I liked a guy who I wasn't already friends with, I feel like I wouldn't have an issue with yeah. them adding me on all social media. But I also feel like maybe there's like a, a mutual understanding of like, okay, I've given him a green light and he's taking it versus like, I've given him a yellow light and he just went full yes. force, right. like ran it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Absolutely. That's why communication is so important in relationships is to like be kind of upfront with people, be like, Hey, I'm interested in getting to know you or like give him like a clear green yeah. light, like yellow lights guys, like yellow lights are simply like being nice or like yeah. saying thank you. You know, like you don't need yeah. to like go crazy over a girl who gives you a compliment. No. Like, you know, guys, like chill. Is it bit. hard like to go on dates or to even have friends and not like diagnose them since you oh know a lot gosh. about psychology? I just it's wonder so that. Hard. Okay, I wonder because we have a friend who's a psychologist and I'm always like, I wonder if he's analyzing me right now. Like, I just wonder because I'm like, oh, this is so fun. Like, I wonder what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 
ethically i'm not we're not supposed to but it's a very natural instinct now because we are observing and analyzing behavior Mm -hmm. all day Mm -hmm. and it's mostly like i don't know i have a lot of people kind of like they will call me for like advice and stuff and just like talk through their problems so it's kind of just like you're always on the psychology like what's like the first thing you are not diagnosing but like noticing patterns and is it like mm-hmm. you're noticing they have clear trauma are you noticing like they might be on the spectrum like what are your like what's your go-to of like your brain naturally starts like picking things out yeah i or is it just personality types? it's really just personality like i'm never going to like what i i don't necessarily pathologize people so i'm not okay. going to be like this person clearly has this disorder right, like right, i would right. never like i don't do that i typically like to look for the positive elements of a person <laughs> first and like um obviously like if i notice that there's a pattern that i'm observing in somebody that's maybe a little bit problematic to their well-being yeah. then i'll notice that a little yeah. bit but it's not necessarily like oh they have this disorder it'll just be kind of like okay like what's going on underneath there like maybe there is a little bit of trauma or if i notice they don't like to talk about a certain subject yeah. it could be something like that but i just i mainly just observe personality patterns and then Mm. i kind of go from there and see like okay how can i best relate to this person and make them feel loved and seen and known based on how they interact with the world and others so So. you're you're using it more as like a tool to make people feel safe and comfortable yeah absolutely that's awesome yeah that's good that's good. Unless you go on a weird date. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you're like, I'm out, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you came from, you said gymnastics, um, yes. cheer and dance, right? Yes. Whoa. Is there a culture in gymna- gymnastics? I know Matt came from cheer as well with like um, eating patterns that are problematic with women. Same thing. Like, have you, do you have a, ba- like a background with disordered eating in terms yes. of like, okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Gymnastics and dance and cheer. They all have that terrible terrible i guess like you know messaging to women and Mm. um yes i do have a history with disordered eating i struggled with an eating disorder for a couple of years Mm. um in early college and i was inpatient for like six months so it was a pretty severe did you have to leave the state for inpatient i did yes um no i went to cted what is yeah. that? It's in Grand Rapids, but mm-hmm. it's r- oh, it's really yeah. bad. <laughs> it's like yeah. AA, right? No, 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 oh, that's, that's EDA. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, okay. No, it's it's a it's the same concept of like an inpatient yeah. and outpatient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they have temporary stuff, but it's just like most of the eating disorder stuff is not. There's nothing in Michigan. You, you said you were outpatient for six months. Inpatient, inpatient, and okay. then outpatient. We actually went to the same outpatient place. So oh, yeah, hey, it's <laughs> like, hey, do you remember so and so? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So wait, no, we did do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> inpatient, like you're on site, you're not getting out of there. Yeah. You're Whoa. cooking meals. You're. It was oh, like okay. hospital. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. It was pretty severe, sure. and um, that's why I was not allowed to exercise for a couple of mm. years. It actually started with more of like a gut health thing too. Mm. So it was like stomach aches, and then I didn't want to eat because I didn't want to throw up. Right. And then it turned into like, oh, I'm a gymnast. I'm a dancer. This could be good for me, and you mm-hmm. know, it just snowballed from there. So did you feel supported by the program? you were in or yes. in the coaches oh really I, or not the like athletic oh no no, no. I, yeah. yeah i meant athletic sorry oh yeah my no. cheer coach yes but my other coaches and stuff no but mm. like my 
yeah, my cheer coach was amazing. That's she like really wrote surprising. me letters and stuff and oh, like wow. texted me every day. And she was just like so sweet. Like I literally that cheer coach like changed my whole outlook on like my faith I have in humanity. Yeah. Like I love her so much. And was like this I, college athletics or college. Okay. Yeah. So I just, I love her and she was a huge, just miracle in my life yeah. um, to help me get through that. Um, and so, yeah, it was really beautiful. And I'm just so grateful that it all happened when it did, because it happened like, right before the pandemic started so mm. i here's the thing i am obviously okay very much runner type a girly like overachieving mm-hmm. person like right. you yeah. know we are perfectionist like, exactly yeah. like all runners in the community are very like this so i of course didn't want to stop school or do anything like that and so i had to find a program that would let me do school because i was yeah. like i need to find a way to do school online and so i had some professors that were like yeah like i'll just like start recording lectures for you i guess on like facetime or something like that mm. then two days later the pandemic shut down everything and they're like actually everything's, everything's on zoom going, yeah so you can just stay in school and it's gonna be no different and i was like oh my gosh like this is such like yeah. the most perfect mm-hmm. timing for it to happen it was just yeah it was great love that were yeah. you um in a relationship at the time i was not no okay okay no i just wondered if that like how that was being in a relationship and going through that yeah no i um my last boyfriend was right after i went through recovery so. is the okay. culture w- like in the athletics, like in your t- on your team's college or high school, with girls that are going through that, are you guys talking to other girls about it, or is it more like kind of kept secret among the girls? What, from my experience, um, we had women on our cheer team in college, and it was definitely not talked about really? because I think in a way it's really great that you had a coach who was mm-hmm. incredible at that. Um, I always had male coaches and females were like, I mean, there were female coaches too, but a lot of them were male coaches at both of the universities that I went to. And there were girls struggling with that. But I also feel like in a way it was um, not idolized, but like encouraged. Yeah. Like, oh, you like, if you've watched cheer documentary, there's a certain aspect of that docu or that netflix show that i really hate there's a lot of aspects but mm-hmm. one of the things i hate is that the girls start talking about some insane diet oh. yeah. and they're all doing it and it's like mm-hmm. nobody's ever intercepting that no coach on that show no other athlete none of the men um none of the women are saying hey like this is fucked up yeah like we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't be doing that like and i just feel like that at least when i was in school that was still kind of the mo is like we had one girl who very much had to leave for impatient Um, and it was just like more of like a gossip of like, oh, she's going to, you know, like whispers and whispers, Uh, but like nobody at that point, the coaches should have sat the team down and been like, listen, this is something we're noticing, not just with her, but like a lot of you women are doing some of these disordered eating things and having eating disorders and no one did that. And I think there was an opportunity to, Mm. but in, I think in cheerleading, there is a little bit of a stigma around like, what is it an eating disorder or like should we just really all try to like look really little because we have to be thrown around and like, that's just the sport kind of thing. I don't know. That's my experience, I guess, and my opinion on that. Yeah, I think so. Especially I was a flyer. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, even when I was like really like it kind of started as like, you know, I well. I originally like unintentionally lost a bunch of weight from my stomach and yeah. then they were like, Oh my gosh, you're so easy to throw around. You can do all these <laughs> yeah. tricks. And I'm like, let's go. So sorry. Right. That was bad. But like, I mean, right. that's what like, my, but, like, my that's brain was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so I definitely feel that though, because people were always talking about like, Oh my gosh, like make sure gotta like poop yeah. before I go fly or something right. like that. So it, I can, how be lighter. can you be lighter. Yeah. And I, I remember working with the men on our team cause I was a flyer too, but we had, I was on co-ed teams for both oh. of my experiences. 
and the men would just like rag on the women of like, oh, I don't, I don't want to fly her. She's too tall or she's, yeah. you know, she's not as light. And like, I remember one time when I was definitely struggling with an eating disorder, um, the, the guy that I was seeing at the time actually, and also the guy who was throwing me around was like, oh, you're skinny fat now. Yikes. And I was what? like, excuse, yeah. I was like, excuse you. Like, so I remember rude. it hurt my feelings so bad, but it's, it's, it wasn't one of those things where it was like, I took it as like, oh no, that means I still have fat in my body and like, he doesn't want to fly yeah. me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You That's would, tough. You would mm-hmm. think that it's it's coming from the top down because if the athletes don't feel comfortable and they feel shame amongst each other, that's because the top is not being supportive, I'm sure. Yeah. I, yeah. It well, it's just they're be. not saying anything. Yeah. But I also feel like, again, I think it's awesome that the coach at your university like was so yeah, supportive because yeah. I do feel like that generation, I don't know how young or old your coach was, but the generation I feel like that is coaching universities are like our mom's yeah generation and like you've heard the term almond mom i just feel oh my like gosh yeah yes. i just feel like that generation is very much like everyone needs to be skinny i don't there's not an yeah. issue with this like yeah. do what you have to yes no problem like, oh my gosh 100 percent. she was a very young coach that definitely was helpful but okay. like i mean like a grandparent in my life is a very much almond grandparent and <laughs> um you know she hasn't had a christmas cookie this season because of you know that's all she cares about is being thin and so wow. yeah i mean that's just like the generation that they grew up in yeah. you know it was like they don't know any different and that's just no. kind of what it was yeah. but i definitely feel that like even in i mean i definitely feel like the culture has gotten better but yeah i remember in ap bio class we were talking about like you know sex hormones and stuff mm-hmm. like that and our teacher was like yeah like a lot of girls like who are really active struggle with amenorrhea and it's really good it's a sign of fitness like she told that to Yikes. everybody and Whoa. she like literally was you like lose your period and there is something wrong yes, like exactly. something is wrong if you're not getting a period exactly and so she was like she was like yeah these girls on the, like the teams over here like said that they don't have theirs which is really good because of their an athlete and i'm like you're a teacher like, like why are yeah. you saying this and so i know it's like really it was really toxic and i'm like okay at least this is there's like more awareness around like the mm-hmm. consequences of this and like what happens if you don't and like realizing that that's not a healthy component and yeah. so but I definitely feel like that was a very generational problem. Yeah. And I can't, the thing is that I struggle with is I can't tell if it's actually getting better or if because I struggled with an eating disorder and I make it very, very yes. known to the people around me. And like my, cause my mom used to be an almond mom, but like now she's very much conscious of like, you're not eating enough or we have to mm-hmm. eat more or like eat this or like mm-hmm. let's have dessert or like she makes it a point because she knows I struggle with that. And yeah. I do feel like the people in my life know I had an eating disorder and I'm not afraid to be like, we have a, a group chat for um, our team. And if anyone puts anything in there about weight calories. or calories, I delete it immediately. Good. And yeah. it's just like, I feel like the people around me know that it's not okay. And maybe I'm like, is it getting better? Or is it just that people know I'm not okay with that? So I feel yeah. like it's better. For sure. You know? I definitely feel like in the, like, at least social media community, it's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, again, but also, like, is that a confirmation bias? Like, am I seeking out only good influences? Because, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not going to follow people who post toxic stuff. Yeah. So. Same, like, I delete all of them. Yes, exactly. We were just talking about <laughs> that like in our that. long run this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there, I mean, there are some really great dietitians out there and just, like, influences yeah. in the running community that are mm-hmm. like, hey, like, let's raise awareness for Red S. And realizing it turned in from the female athlete triad to Red S because realizing that males can struggle to too and yeah. it, they often do so um mm-hmm. it's a huge thing well we got to wrap up sabrina's got so many other media 
press junkets. Oh my gosh, all the time. No, I have. I got, got a puppy. date with Starbucks. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I have a long and we day. We have a two-hour drive, but well, we so appreciate fun. you. Yeah, thank you for coming, coming on. Coming to this hotel we'll have to do lobby. it again so that we can have more time yeah, because yeah. I feel like yes. we just scratched the surface and there's so much to talk about. I know, right? I love being on here. You guys are literally the best, and this is so fun. Thank and yes, yeah, so stay tuned because they will be on my podcast <laughs> sometime. So um, that psyched runner, go look her up. Yes, please. And yes. y'all need to check out their podcast more if you're already listening to this though then you know so <laughs> thank you <laughs> All right. listen to this Peace. podcast bye y'all bye thank you